0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Nobody Knows. I have been MIA and I apologize for that. That's like super annoying. I'm just starting to get this podcast going. And then I'm gone for like a month and a bit. So some of you are probably like, I didn't even notice, so no worries. <laughs> and the other part of you, they might, you might be getting into the, the cadence of Nobody Knows and might be looking forward to the episode. So I do apologize if that's the case a lot's been going down. So if you follow me on socials, you already know what's going on in my life and why I've been sort of MIA and not posting recently. If you don't and you want to follow me on social, it's at nobody knows podcast on Instagram and then at nobody knows podcast followed by an underscore on TikTok. Couldn't get them to match. It's super annoying. Please don't remind me. There's so many life updates that I'm actually going to be doing another episode um, a little bit later on this month that sort of deals with, you know, life changes. I'm 28, but I'm still navigating all of these different waves in my life, you know, moving in with a partner, mourning the relationship I had with my best friend because I lived with her for a year, growing in my career. There's so many life changes, so I wanna summarize all of those key points in an episode altogether, and that will be my next episode. So if you're interested in that, I'll keep you posted. Follow me on socials and you'll see when that gets posted. But for today, I had a little bit of a different topic in mind. I know I'm going to cover more of it in detail in next time's episode, but I will give you a little bit of context as to why I've been away because some of it does relate to today's topic. I had to get away back in March. Like I was so over the dull dreariness that was Canada, so Brendan and I went down south at the end of March for some sun, some sand and just like a whole lot of R&R. And I had planned to post this episode back in April when I had returned, but there was just so much going on in my life. Again, I'm going to cover that in next time's episode that I just didn't have enough time to prioritize this episode. And I even considered recording this while I was away, like bringing my mic, bringing my entire setup, filming it, doing the whole nine yards just to get this episode out. But The madness and something inside me was just like, no, enjoy your time away from the pod and just fully relax. Don't try to rush this. Just do it when you get back. This podcast will be here when you return. And let me tell you, like that was such an internal battle for me. I'm always the type that's like, no, I gotta get this done and finish it fully. And I hate doing things half-assed. So for me to just take a step away was a lot I'm really proud that I was able to do it but I was definitely down on myself for not staying consistent if you're a content creator or you have a passion for creating content and growing your social channels you'll know that like in order to gain more exposure on your platforms You got to do that through consistency and I've really been trying to maintain that lately but obviously that didn't happen when I had to go away and not record this podcast episode. And furthermore, what you actually might not know is that this is my second round of launching a podcast. Previously, I hosted a podcast called Her Defined, and it was dedicated to interviewing women from all different types of backgrounds, you know, life experiences and ask them questions about their careers, about their experiences and have them define their idea of success. And if that's something that sounds like really interesting to you, those episodes are still up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and each episode is an interview with a really incredible woman. Again, different backgrounds, different life experiences. It, there's quite a range of topics, so I highly encourage you to go to listen to all of those because they're quite inspiring too. And when I ran Her to find, I experienced burnout so dang quickly because I was hustling, like literally working around the clock to get these episodes out because I also did that particular podcast on a weekly basis. So I had to schedule each interview, write the questions, actually sit down and do the time to record the podcast with said guest. And that's hard in itself because, you know, things happen like life happens and sometimes you can't always make this specific time that you had agreed upon. So working through scheduling conflicts taking a recording editing it so that you take out the ums and ahs because again i'm a perfectionist with that producing it uploading it doing post-production content you know all of that within one week and then rinse repeating week over week so yeah of course i got burnt out incredibly fast i had just set such rigid expectations of myself and i really didn't realize how much went into a podcast And this, of course, week over week, led me to start hating the podcast content creation process. And eventually, I just fell off the wagon. Like, I couldn't keep up with it anymore. It wasn't sustainable. So, of course, when I went away in March, that, like, came back into my mind. And I tried to give myself, like, a gentle reminder. Like, you want this to be sustainable. You want to keep this going. Right now, the way that you're doing it is just not realistic. And you have other life priorities that are coming at you. So just take a break, come back to it when you can and go from there. So I essentially gave myself permission to ditch like the quote unquote hustle culture and just really let myself relax. And let me tell you, I feel so great now, like sitting down with you, of course it's overdue, but being able to put all my notes together, have concrete ideas and really speak to them with gumption and want to actually, talk to you, not feeling like I have to. And this is the mindset and sort of way of life that's very in keeping with today's episode. So please keep listening. If this is something you're interested in, keep listening. Recently, I was talking to Brendan, kind of complaining actually about how I no longer have the same energy in life like I used to have. And of course, I noticed this when I was trying to film this podcast episode as i was leaving to go down south and for context i'm turning 28 in a few days actually and i'm literally referring to when i had energy when i was like 26 but i swear back then it was like night and day and i was a different woman i used to like wake up at 6 a.m every morning go do a hit workout like an hour long hit workout come home make breakfast get ready like actually put an effort and put myself together go to work for eight hours, then I'd come home, I'd have a social life or I'd work a second job or I'd work on podcasting. I would be go, go, going all the time. Whereas now I work from home, I can really, like let's be honest, barely make it to my desk on time, which is embarrassing because I literally would start work at nine. I like don't wake up before work anymore like I used to. Instead of going for a hit workout now, I prefer doing a list workout, like yoga, Pilates, even going on a walk. And because of this shift, I've felt almost like I've failed, or I feel like kind of a loser. Which, this ultimately results in me being super hard on myself, and I've pretty much called myself lazy or incapable every day. And when I was discussing these shifts that I've noticed with Brendan... He highlighted how, you know, we used to get up together and work out and how he really wants us to try to get back into that routine again. And let me tell you the dread that washed over my body when he re- like tried to propose that idea and me and en- envisioning myself just grinding it out again, I just, I immediately, my body clamped up and I was like, no, like scream to me, no, do not do that. And a large part of me, wishes that I could follow through on that routine that I used to have but I just know intuitively like I will get burnt out eventually and furthermore this made me compare like Brendan's lifestyle to my own and look at our levels of energy and I noticed a really big difference so he for example is just a naturally up at the crack of dawn morning person where I currently I'm not whatsoever. Like it takes me a solid 30 minutes to wake up, not have the droopy eyes, like just actually wake up and feel coherent. And then throughout the day, he is just a really big ball of energy and I'm more calm, laid back. I'll have like peaks of energy or bursts of energy, but for the most part, I'm fairly level-headed. And even more so, his idea of time off is like a fun, adventurous activity. (laughs) My idea of time off is like relaxation, reading, watching a movie, like having a bath. And I wanted to talk about this today because I don't think that I'm alone in this feeling because it seems like a lot of women in their late 20s and into their 30s are struggling with the idea of being portrayed as like lazy. But really all we need is some, you know, R&R or like time to disconnect from truly working our asses off. I mean, not to quote Miss Kim K, but... I've had enough of getting up on my ass and working. Like I need to sit down and take a breather. And it's so funny cause I was thinking about all of these thoughts and feelings and ideas. And then two days later I saw this TikTok that literally sums up this entire episode. I swear TikTok is like in my brain listening to me. You know how Google like listens through our phones? I swear TikTok has like tuned into my brainwaves because every time I think about something, the same topic comes up on TikTok. It's like really freaky. But this TikTok is from another podcast called The New Society Podcast. So I'll play it here for now and you can take a listen and I'll also post it in the show notes so you can go check it out. Men will not understand a woman sleeping a lot more than they do or being a little more lazy or not that all women are lazy at all, not by any means, but we have these times where we're very low energy and even waking up early, all of this is based on timetables of a man's hormonal schedule throughout the day. But women have a much different schedule. So I think women are feeling a lot of guilt for not having the same timetable as a man. So we'll talk about the feeling guilty part of all this in a bit, but I first want to touch on this idea that women are actually tired. Now, first off, you know, our infradium rhythm aside, I know my body's screwed up. Like, I'll be the first to raise my hand and be like, yeah, like, my hormones are all out of whack because I was on the pill for over 10 years. I got off that because I realized 10 years is actually a really long time. My sisters had issues, you know, getting pregnant, i've heard horror stories of being on the pill for so long and i kind of forgot that i had been on it for like 10 years so i was like let me find a different birth control alternative that's not gonna have such incredible impacts on my health reproductive system all that jazz so i got an iud and then furthermore i've just healed my hormonal acne last year So I am positive that my hormones are still working themselves out, you know, even without the help of Aunt Flo because I'm not even getting her now with uh, my IUD. And I wanted to take a look at alternative reasons as to why I or maybe you would be feeling sluggish, low energy, why we might be feeling quote unquote lazy all the time besides the typical, you know, digestive hormonal problems or like vitamin deficiencies. And what I found actually might shock you because it surprised me too. And not necessarily in a sense of like, oh my gosh, this is brand new information. It's more so in a sense of, oh my God, yeah, like why have I not been thinking about this sooner? Like, how have I not realized this? And it's the fact that, you know, we already know that as women, we carry a lot of emotional labor or we do a lot of emotional work, far more than a man ever does in his day-to-day work. But what we don't necessarily think of is that this societal factor can disproportionately affect our energy levels. So for example, in this article that I found from Well and Good, during a work meeting, Women often exert more energy managing others' emotions, something a man in the room isn't likely to do. And this article also highlights that in heterosexual couples, many women who work outside the home still take on majority of the responsibilities when it comes to parenting and managing the household, which of course can be even more exhausting. Think about it, like you're already working and then you come home and then you have to do more Emotional labor like that just hurts my head thinking about that and of course I can't fully relate to the second part because I'm not a mom But maybe you are and maybe you are feeling this exact way So it's definitely something to consider in an ideal world. We would fight those sociological factors and like kick the patriarchy in the pants um, but that's that's not really going to happen realistically tomorrow. So the things that you can do is maybe give yourself some more grace and be like, I'm in this situation and I know that I'm going to carry more emotional labor, more emotional work. So maybe I can give myself a break on other things. And I think having this mindset and reading more articles, doing more specific research on this, it's helped me Feel a little bit better and actually led me to seek out solutions to improve my exhaustion not just like sit with it and accept it but what certainly hasn't helped me is uh my boyfriend trying to get me back to that old routine and you know like waking up at 6 a.m and the go 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 lifestyle until i literally have to pass out at 8 p.m because i can't keep my eyes open anymore and I'm not trying to shame him. I'm not trying to play the blame game. At the end of the day, he really just wants me to spend more time with him or for us to share those experiences of us like working out or like getting up in the morning and having breakfast together, things like that. He it just wants me to to feel my best. And just because you're a man doesn't mean that you don't fall victim to this typical patriarchal society, right? If you're in a similar boat as me, you're constantly feeling guilty for having low energy and are reminded of it, try to enlighten the others in your life who might be putting this additional pressure on you. So let's say your boyfriend, your parents, your friends, siblings, whoever, hell, you know, you can share this podcast with them. I'll tell them right now, right here. Like if you have a woman in your life and she is exhausted, tired, down, low mood. Please don't tell her to go do a hit workout or wake up at 6 a.m. tomorrow to seize the day. Instead, please look into booking her a blood test to get her hormone levels checked out or ask her, "How can I help you today lighten your load, take off some stress so that you can relax a little bit more?" And lastly, before I wrap up today's episode, I want to acknowledge how today's topic of, you know, being defined as lazy when in reality we're all just really tired and we need a break from the hustle culture, the 9 to 5. I want to talk about how this relates to the movement that I've been seeing frequently on TikTok. And it's called Living the Soft Life. And I found more info on this from andscape.com. And it wrote that this term originated in the Nigerian influencer community as slang for black women to live a life of comfort And low stress. And I quote that it provides the chance to imagine what life can feel like apart from the realities of black women's labor. And of course, I'm white. I mean, obviously, you can't see me right now, but just full disclosure, I am Caucasian. So I'm never going to understand the additional labor and emotional work that black women carry on the daily. But I will do my best to amplify this message. And Tanika Boy continues in this article and says that for many black women, it is a challenge to move past always being the responsible one always sacrificing their enjoyment, and always putting others over ourselves. The soft life is quite literally a rejection of the hard life, life of struggle and sacrifice. So like I said, while I can never 100% relate to a black woman's or a woman of color's life experience, I can certainly understand this idea of rejecting struggle, rejecting stress, anxiety, you know, all of that that comes with hustle culture and this nine to five that we are living in right now. And furthermore, that we can actually each interpret and honor this movement in our own ways. And I, of course, researched some tips on how to incorporate these philosophies into everyday practice, and I wanna share them with you. So the first that you can do is asking for help, enlightening others, and being vulnerable that you don't have as much energy as you used to have and that you need support on A, B, and C. You know, you need assistance here and there around the house, at work, whatever it is. Acknowledging your capacity and setting boundaries for when you need assistance is crucial and not being afraid to be like, hey, I need some help. The next one is understanding stressors and finding coping mechanisms. So in order to live more softly and reduce your stress, you need to figure out what the heck is actually stressing you out. Is it public speaking at work? Is it waking up too early in the morning? Is it, you know, drinking alcohol? Cause I've found recently that has really stressed me out and affected my sleep. So finding out what's causing your anxiety and then making a plan of action to cope or techniques to reduce that stress, that's the best way to go. And these examples can be like, you know, going to therapy if you have access to that, meditation, low intensity workouts, taking natural supplements, eating consistently, The third one is setting boundaries. And I think this one is the hardest because I always wanna say yes to things. There is so much abundance and growth from saying no, and I'm slowly starting to learn this. And I just recently saw a TikTok that said, you can focus on the things that you wanna say yes to when you learn how to say no to the things that you don't wanna do. And if it's life balance that you're seeking, saying no to work or other extracurricular non-priorities, is the way that you're going to achieve that. And then lastly, putting yourself first, which actually I lied. I think this is probably the hardest thing to do because, you know, women in general, we have a hard time putting ourselves first because naturally we're just classified as the caregivers. It is technically in our DNA to be nurturing and thinking and putting others before ourselves. But if I've learned anything, it's that people will take, they will fucking take everything from you as long as you give it to them so knock it off and give it back to yourself instead there will always be someone or something that's trying to get your attention but you can't tackle that you can't even be prepared to handle that without putting yourself your mind your body first and having a good foundation So I hope that there was something in there of value to you. I am desperately trying to slow down and reduce my stress and my anxiety. And this really just started to happen when I went away and said, you know what? No, we're putting work, we're putting the podcast on the back burner. And we're going to focus on myself. We're going to indulge in things that I don't necessarily allow myself to indulge in. So time away from the devices, from the hustle and bustle enjoying my relationships enjoying nature like what a gift right i want to give you a shout out to yourself because i know you probably haven't given this to yourself lately because i certainly haven't and i want to say you're doing great give yourself a pat on the back right now because i know that you're crushing it and i've pulled a lot of topics from several resources and articles And I want to ensure that they get the credit. So those are all included and shared in today's show notes. So if you are interested in this topic and you want to continue reading on it, please go check them out. And until next time, friends, I look forward to chatting with you soon. Bye.